Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is the most dangerous information that you know? Oh, boy. Well, I'll tell you what I told the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency in his office. One in the same. Patrick Hughes. Me and that guy. Pretend that you're him. Okay. The first question he asked me was, we don't understand why you haven't committed suicide yet to me. And I said, well, because I don't need to do that. Because his father had, knowing what I'm about to tell you. And that is... print shirts but just enough so that we can wear them. yeah i think like we should one, get some two, impulsive three. merch or right. jerseys my, his says one mine and yours both say two okay. that's it there's okay. not like two and three we welcome have- back to impulsive the number one podcast in the world not with merch <laughs> no i'm just kidding we don't we don't know do no we don't got merch we it's don't a, have merch it's an idea i don't know about all that though but hey welcome back guys if you're not subscribed, make sure to subscribe, hit that button. We're the number one podcast in the world. That's a fact. Science. We do an audio extended only version of the YouTube. We do an extended audio only <laughs> version on Spotify and iTunes after the visual is done. So check us out on Spotify and iTunes. What? You don't like listening to things? <laughs> no, I was saying the, the intro because you messed up. You oh, okay. like a, a frog. It's all good. I'm a, still a little tired, guys. At the it's time okay. of this recording, it is Thursday. It's the day before, or it's two days before the Challenger game. So I'm sure we're going to say some stuff about that. So just so you know, this is a little dated. I'm probably going to be in Mykonos with my shirt off Yeah. Uh, at this point. What, what you got? I knew you had something you wanted to talk about. In the I intro. wanted to ask, uh, what did you do during the break? I took okay, a- I'll answer that question. <laughs> no, oh, no. Remember this? I think. I, all right, so did you I, do the same thing that I you typically do? I took a do? nap and, <sighs> guys, I'm proud to say I did not fiercely masturbate. Yes! yes! There we go. We're making strides. I didn't do it. I took, a nap. Do it? I took a nap and I continued to study the history of shoes. Oh, wow. I've been completely <laughs> obsessed with the history of shoes. Really? Ever since the sagebrush bark sandals that were found in 7,000 BC in a cave in Oregon. Wow. Huh. The history since then, the trajectory's been like this. 7,000 BC BC, in Oregon? Oregon. The first ever shoes. They were sagebrush bark sandals. They've been doing it, bro. Incredible. Yeah, Oregon's been at it. And I've just been obsessed, bro. That's why Nike came from there, right? Well, Nike actually came from... Somewhere um, in Oregon. No, he's right. He's right. No, That would be hilarious. Nike was invented in uh, Phil Knight. Yes, it was yeah, actually. Yeah, it was in, in Phil Knight. Phil Knight, yeah. Idaho, yes. Yeah. By the way, I've gotten a little By bit Bill of slack Knight from Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. Phil Knight was a track and field coach at the University of Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer. Yeah, what do you guys expect? I mean, I'm going to drop some facts, all right? I don't know. What, was that what you really wanted to talk? You, you said no, before I mean, we walked in, you go, I got something good for the intro. Was that it? Was that it? Shoes? Oh, shit. That definitely was not it. I, I dropped the ball severely. Well, here's another thing that happened during the break. Or it was not really during the break, but it was right before this started. Um, our guest, who, by the way, is quite prestigious, okay, and he comes with an entourage, a massive entourage, which I didn't expect, he rolled up a little bit earlier, which is which is normal for our guests, and we're never ready. Let's be honest. When's the last time we kicked off on time? We're horrible to our never, guests. It's just ever. the fact of the matter. <laughs> yep. And Danny came in my room, and she said, Mike, uh, Dr. Greer's here. And I was like, 
all right, well, uh, send him into the garage, you know, to the green room where we usually put our guests. And she was like, oh, I can't do that. Logan's sleeping. And I said, well, I don't know. You probably should wake him up because the guest is actually here for his podcast. <laughs> so it might make sense to wake the guy up. Yo, you know I'm, what I'm saying? Nah, I just need, the, I need these Zs, bro. When, whenever I feel myself getting slightly sick, my my cure is to just sleep as much as possible. And it's been working. Yeah. Like if I can pull a 10 hour night, instant cure. Wow. Note that down. Mm-hmm. Should we bring yeah. them on though? Now that we're all here and awake? I think, yeah, so. I think so. We could probably yeah. do that. Yeah. And like the, the, the vibe from them is daunting. Like they're all, oh, it's they're all, all tall. And they're also standing. the yeah, six, four, no each one of them. He's tall as hell. I don't like any Scary. of this. Scary. <laughs> hey, real quick. Can, how, can you, can you help me pronounce this word when I get to it? You see what I, I guess is an American Ufologist. Ufologist? Nope, nope, nope. It's a ufologist. ufologist. And retired traumatologist. Nope. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna help us. <laughs> retired traumatologist who, who founded the Center for the Study of Extraterrestrial Intelligence and the Disclosure Project, which seeks the disclosure of allegedly classified secret UFO information. I'm reading off of Wikipedia. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dr. Greer. Yes. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yes. Shout out Wikipedia. Never, never ceases to amaze. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good. I had a whole a whole bio here for it. Well, really, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff on online uh, regarding you. Do you know that? Who cares? You're right. That's <laughs> what, that's answer. what I say. No, that's what that's yeah, my motto as well. Answer. How do you pronounce that word? Which one? Ufologist. It's a fake word. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I never refer to myself that way. Really? I'm an emergency doctor, and I run a big research project on this stuff. Began briefing uh, the CIA director for Bill Clinton in 1993. So when you say that you're actually briefing face-to-face meetings with folks like that about aliens, yeah. I mean, okay, Uh, all right. Let's. So that actually no, cut this shit. That's a big deal. Where are the aliens? Yeah, where are they? Where are they? Which ones? No, don't 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 do me like that. God damn. Okay, well, I mean, there are ones that we have captured that through electronic warfare systems <laughs> Yo, uh, that have been this, down. This is going to get crazy. I don't know if it's I'm ready to go here crazy. for this podcast. No. All right. First, can we, can we give your credentials before we just dive into talking about UFOs and aliens? Also, and Dr. Greer, awesome. the yeah. mic is your friend. You yeah. love that Yeah, thing. I hear it. Yeah, I hear it. I hear <laughs> yeah, you. There you go. There you okay, go. so. Hey, how do I turn? To, this is a little loud. You can turn this. Really? Thing. Let's. All right. Yeah, let's get you. And time out. Good. Yeah. And yeah. time yeah. in. I'm not splitting my eardrum now. Oh, we're good now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, all right. So, I mean, who are you? I'm an emergency doctor, uh, <laughs> ER. I like to show ER, which I've never seen. But. <laughs> George so wait, you're still to this day? Yeah, I still stay credentialed. I'm um, not okay. practicing the ER. I'm okay. working on this problem full time, okay. which is the biggest national security issue we've ever had. Which and, is what exactly? Well, there are classified programs that are called unacknowledged special access projects. You can go to Netflix and see the movie Unacknowledged. Mm. And that's what it deals with. And those projects are so top secret that routinely the president and people like that get denied access. Wow. I discovered that 20 some years ago. So I started a project to identify top secret guys who had the guts to come forward with this information. So we started the disclosure project in the 90s. And I now have about 975 of these men and women mm. who've been in classified projects who are on my team. About 110 have come public. Okay. You know, a whole bunch of them are on our YouTube site, youtube.com yep. slash S disclosure. Always plug. 
Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, people, people want to see it. It's there. I'm just having not hiding anything. Ones. That's yeah, incredible. For sure. So you so, have 975 what we would call either assets or sources. Yeah, assets or whistleblowers. Or they call them snitches. Are they snitches? Oh, wow. I mean, I'll just say it. wow. Is the U.S. government trying to kill them for revealing top secret classified information? Are they going to go the same way as 6 9 is what he's asking. They would have at one time. Like in the 90s. In the 90s, I had three people on my team killed. And that's true. I'm not making it up. But, you know, at this point, we're not worried about that. There are a lot of folks who really love what we're doing. Um, and it's gotten very public. You know, we've had several hundred million people see this documentary, mm. Unacknowledged, mm. which itself gives you a zone of protection because you're too well known to just be made go and disappear. But most of the most of these people have been in classified projects and, you know, some are corporate some are CIA, some are Department of Defense, um, different military uh, laboratories. My, my question laboratories, is that White Oak, everyone. White, 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 White Oak, White Oak Naval Labs White is Oak. a really uh, big one that closed down. That that, that had a lot of. What these about Los Alamos? Anything good going on there? No. Yeah, it, it has a compartment. So here, here's the you know you know one hundred and one lesson on classified projects. It doesn't really matter if you have a top secret clearance. It's what compartment you're read into mm. or briefed in. Mm. Read into is the proper military Got term. It, okay. Okay. But, you know, so you may have a top secret clearance and you may be the director of the CIA, but if they don't want you to know what's going on in a USAP, an unacknowledged mm -hmm. special access project, the unacknowledged ones are the most tightly held ones and they're actually illegal. So there's a constitutional attorney I'm working with, uh, too, in fact, um, Danny Sheehan, who did the Pentagon Papers. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Ron Contra and all that. He's on my team. And another guy named uh, Larry Clayton, who, is the other side more uh, conservative and we're you know looking at at the the legalities of this so in the late 90s uh, i wrote to every agency in the government and said look we have hundreds of these guys coming forward uh, i did a briefing for the president and cia director back then clinton mm -hmm. and his first cia director r james woolsey and then started doing briefings for people like general hughes who was the head of the defense intelligence agency and Admiral Wilson, who was the head of the J-2, head of intelligence joint staff. All those people had been denied access to these projects mm. illegally. So I said, well, guess what? Since these projects are illegal, you can't enforce the, their non-disclosure agreements and their national security oath. So we're vitiating them. We're nullifying them. Bye. You know, screw mm. you. Mm. So I wrote a letter that basically said, you have to contact us within 30 days or we're going to start releasing those documents and the testimony of these whistleblowers. So we started doing that. And that project started in 01, 2001. About 800 million people saw the National Press Club event that we did. Um, the agency contacted a lot of major media and ordered it taken down. But before they could, about 800 million people saw it. So that's what I'm working on. Now, people say, why would you bother? You know, um, Guess what? You ever heard of something called, you know, like climate change and pollution? And yeah, Spencer knows all world about world poverty. Spencer's a big climate changer, and also Jordan Belfort doesn't believe any of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, oh, well, who cares? I mean, you know, you know as that comedian, that comedian said, "I can't fix stupid." Yeah, uh, right, yeah, that's what Spencer was trying. Spencer was trying to say that too. All right, good for you. So, but the, the fact is, the technologies that are behind, you know, a UFO. There's this like, forget the word UFO. It's an alternative energy and propulsion device. Some are interstellar and some are man-made. Lockheed Skunk works out here in California. 
North huge Grumman. program. Huge program. Yeah. I know. You, Responsible you know. for the Stealth Fighter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. U two. Like the yep. you know the band U two. Yep. The that was uh, that was a Lockheed Skunk Works project. Yep. Yeah. So it's huge. So what we decided to do is is move this stuff forward with the objective of educating the public on the issue, but also getting these technologies uh, known about and and at some point put into place because. You know, our civilizations go going to hell in a handbasket real fast, frankly. Mm-hmm. But these sciences and technologies that have been ruthlessly classified and legal, lethal force has been used to keep it that way, those technologies would completely reverse that. Because mm-hmm. you're dealing with sciences, I don't want to bore people with a lot of physics and blah, blah, and then blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But imagine, the, the, you know, the amount of space in a class like this there's enough potential energy in the fabric of space-time called the zero-point energy field to run the entire planet is that like dark matter uh well no or completely no. different it's not it's no. different. I've messed okay up but, but what i'm saying okay. is that that's what you know these things <laughs> you know these things that are going through interstellar space they're not carrying you know exxon jet a fuel or a rocket with with fuel they're pulling energy out of the fabric of space-time mm-hmm. and, and they're getting their propulsion and their ability to to move that way. So that's been studied since the 40s, frankly. Oh, oh shit. You know, and those, my, my uncle worked on the lunar, you know, we just had the 50th anniversary. How's he doing, the, the, How's he doing by the way? My uncle's on the other side. That's gone. Okay. Yeah, he passed away. Sorry about that. He died two weeks after Neil Armstrong, who was the first man to work. When, when was that? Wow. So yeah, a few years ago. I can't remember mm-hmm. the year that he passed away. But he was like 92, had okay. a great life. He encouraged me to do what I'm doing. He was a, a, an aerospace engineer at Northrop mm. Grumman, which oh, is wow. like the second biggest aerospace yeah. contracting company yeah, yeah. for the U.S. government. Mm. So, you know, here I am. I left my medical career to try to fix this problem. It's an existential question for so, the planet. You you worked with Clinton. He was the most recent president to have a fascination with UFOs. And no, he, no. Well, he visited um, Area 51, correct? All of them would like to have gone there. Uh, look, Area 51 is just a grid on a map. Mm-hmm. They're really hot. Okay, all the people signing the petition. Yeah, let's talk about this. Here we are. Here we go. Let's do you go. Want, you want some actionable intelligence yes. yeah, instead yeah. of nonsense? Let's get into it. Please, yeah. spill right. the beans. So you want the area of Pahoot Mesa and Groom Lake mm-hmm. out there yep. and S4, S2, S4, yeah. S9, and S12. Okay. So, But the places that deal with this issue are deep underground. They're hardened which means you could drop a tactical nuclear weapon on them. You won't Wouldn't reach the door. Yeah. Yes, wow. correct. Damn. I, you know, I've been out there, and, and I have people who worked in those facilities. So, you know, the idea that you're going to, you know, march in there and grab this stuff out is <laughs> it's like... So what you're saying is, yes, they can stop the yeah. ball, is what you're saying. Because their big thing is, they can't stop us all. <laughs> In fact, they can't. That's what you're saying. So they're, well, these guys no. are these guys are bunker buster. Like, there's no issues with bunker busters. No issues with you know what's a, what's another Moabs multi ordnance air blast oh, yeah. missile. Like, so and then you got 14 people that work at the right, Walmart right, 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 in fucking right. Michigan are gonna march into this place, dude, and they think they're in. What you're saying is it's probably not gonna happen. No, but the sentimental the uh, the sentiment's great. You know, yeah, it's fantastic. Words, yeah, there, yeah, there are technologies rocks. that we the taxpayers have. have spent trillions of dollars developing that are in these classified projects wait, wait, that wait, a bunch wait. of fascists are keeping away from us it's true <laughs> they are they're fascists full yep. stop yep. you know there, there's a man on my team who's the son of of, of, of one of the men who founded the cia and the oh, grandson of, of paul mellon 
the billionaire wow. Paul Mellon. Yeah, Mellon. He's yeah, on my yeah. team. His father was Senator John Warner. And he flat out said, my entire family are fascists. And I said, yeah, well, I know this. Because so, yeah, let me it, just let yeah. me just define a fascist for it's a form of a radical right wing yeah. authoritarian ultra nationalism characterized by dictator dictator. Dictators. Dictatorial power. Dictatorial. So forcible dictatorial. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting word. Forcible suppression of opposition. Yes. Which is interesting. I mean, if you think about what but Trump... They, they just what, do it, I mean, yeah, they do it covertly, it? though. They're, I mean, it's not like they're, like, going down the street shooting everyone in the head interested in this. They're, they do it covertly and through disinformation, false information. Who's running... What um, organization is running the show, then? It's if called it's the not Majority Intelligence Community. I have a document. It's on our website from the National Reconnaissance Office that runs all the super-secret spy satellites. So this Look is, like, up. aside from the government, this, this, isn't part of the, this isn't part of the U.S. government at all. It, it, well, it... Think of a hybrid entity that is part corporate, part government, but so secret that it is running off the radar of most people in government. You know, when people say the government's hiding something, I say the government couldn't find their ass in a well-lighted room with both hands. I get it. I mean, yeah. you know, seriously, most of the senators, <laughs> congressmen, other people I've met with, cabinet-level folks, they know nothing about this stuff. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's like a roided uh, can, up. Can I ask you some tactical questions? Sure. Blackwater is what I was going to say. Roy did up. Remember Blackwater, the contractors oh, yeah, that did sure, all the yeah, dirty yeah, work. Yeah, and oh, yeah, is it guys. similar to that kind of thing? Like they have like a con like a half contractor, half militant. Yeah, but it'd be a much deeper. It'd be a much uh, deeper cover yeah, operation sure. than that. Like, okay. W how did you as a traumatologist? Emergency doctor. Emergency doctor is what I said. Yeah. Yeah. How did you as an emergency <laughs> doctor? <laughs> How do you have the wherewithal and resources and access to find 985 people who worked in top secret classified facilities? And why would they listen to you as their God and almighty leader of the disclosure project? Well, I don't know that I'm that at all, but they understand what our purpose is. And it's people who find me. I don't find them. How'd you, how'd you, how'd you get started? I'm, I guess I'm Well, it's asking. a very good question. The way I got started, you know, we're working on a, uh, a documentary right now. I saw it. You guys are shooting on an iPhone. <laughs> no, no, that's not what it's going to be. That's just for me walking around. Okay. No, it's, it's a good camera shoot. Uh, but we're, we're, it's going to, if you go to ce5film.com, you're going to see what we're doing. And it's about humans initiating contact with these civilizations, mm. bypassing the government. All right, wow. so that, I started a project in 1990 before anyone in this room was alive. All right, easy. And, and, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Easy. And, okay. Yeah, easy, I was easy. five years old. I just started T-ball. Hey, okay? good for you. Great fucking T-ball career. Excellent career. Yeah. Okay. He, ended up, he, ended he was up really good. I batted, yeah. three, really I batted good, 326 all singles awesome. because I couldn't run. I was only five. I couldn't run fast enough <laughs> yeah. to get to second base, and the field's the size of this room. Yeah. And I, so if I hit I'm the I'm picturing Mike at five years old with his feet the same size they are now. And hairy. Very hairy. <laughs> no, never was hairy. Still don't have much hair on my legs, dude. <laughs> That's good. Like oh, he does it. I've seen a swimmer. Smooth as a baby's yeah. buttocks. That's yeah, weird. Anyways. Uh, yeah, sorry about that little side note. We're there. back. <laughs>
I mean, we could have, we could have fun. <laughs> we, by oh, the yeah, way, I love having fun. Let's, by the way, let's also let let's do something. Really let's spice this. Doctor, let's spice yeah. this up. Let's do it. Let's We're bring wild up, men. Let's bring the the whole vibe of this show up a little bit because we don't live here. We don't live down at this at this two level. We live at a, at about a nine to a ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do aliens get haircuts? Hmm. Uh, well, the ones that have hair, I'm sure they do. Okay, fair but, enough. But, but that makes enough. sense. But I'm picturing aliens as some like super hyper advanced civilization who have somehow found a way to keep their hair perfect no matter where they are. What yeah, what do we doing. know? What do we know? How many species of aliens are there? Yeah, because yeah, that was the first thing you said. You're like, I said, where are the aliens? You said, which ones? Yep. What are you talking about? I'm sure there's several thousand species. Holy now shit, I know dude. that there's there's it. a facility out in the desert near uh, uh, Tombstone, Arizona, called Fort Huachuca. It's Army Intelligence Headquarters. I've been out there. Uh, I've known a couple of the heads of Army Intelligence, and there's a uh, a dumb out there, deep underground military base that has uh, nine ET craft and autopsy bodies. I knew guys who worked in that facility. nine nine different craft and they're from different civilizations so you know the the, i there are all these stereotypes of this you know it's like the big bug-eyed thing that's not what it is that that's just all the caricatures that you know yeah idiots put out media you know the mass media put out to sort of ridicule it um but uh you know when i you know to get back to your question i started this project in 1990 it was really for people to do what's called close encounters of the fifth kind which is when humans initiate the contact Mm. and within a couple years we had four of these et craft pop in near pensacola and it was on the front page of the paper next thing i know it's like knock 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 uh well there was a whole lot of activity there that was being okay okay so my team went down there i go to pensacola sometimes really yeah but but i only know what's going on i'll tell you what i go for i go to there's a, a store in florida called uh publix and I get what's called a pub. Yes, I get what's called a pub sub. Yeah, oh. it's, it's like I get a chicken. You think that's what they're, they're dropping sub. in from Planet Zangar? Say, to get a pub and sub. it's weird too because it's like a supermarket. Like when's the last time you went to the store for a sandwich? You usually go to a deli, right? right? But kids love their pubs. And apparently, aliens. aliens. I wonder if like we have an advanced technology called Publix that is attracting these animals. Yo, yo, yo. It's possible. Do, should we, I'd say should it's possible. We, should we, like, get back on track, you think? I don't we'll know get, that we got off track. I, 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 think, we we off track. Track. I think we have something called thermonuclear weapons that attract them over. Oh. All right. All right. Wow. So, you know, let's yeah. get to, you know, you want, to, you want to talk some real shit. So yeah. once we started yeah. creating nuclear weapons, that's when they started showing up, Correct. right? They're like, yo, oh, you guys oh, are idiots. Is that what it is? You yeah. Guys, oh. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, we were, we were, they were looking at us as a real problem. Right. They're like, y'all, y'all are idiots. Y'all are Everyone's always afraid of the aliens. I said, no, it's the other way around. You know, we're a bunch of rampaging monkeys with yep. thermonuclear weapons, thousands of them aimed at each other. But surely- and then going out into space with them. You know, okay, so, okay. you know, hello. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, it doesn't take, you know, Einstein's IQ even to figure out that problem. So there's a bunch right? of stories of UFOs. I don't know if you guys have seen this. There's UFOs that will, uh, like, missiles are about to get launched and then all the systems will just go down. That's our, in our disclosure project archive. Yeah. yeah. That we like there's a were, lot of these kind of the ICBMs at Minot, North Dakota. There were 18 intercontinental ballistic missiles went offline at the same time. Really cool. And that what they were saying, they weren't a threat. They were saying, look, don't bl- blow up this beautiful planet. But if you do a mutual assured destruction, all out launch, we can take a lot of them offline so the earth isn't destroyed. That's why they're here. Wow. They're here to sort of be a check to the madness of what's been going on for 70 years on this planet. Why? So my thing is, why doesn't Simple. one of these Not aliens cruise by in his space coupe, roll down the window and say, yo, guys, we're up here. 
We're chilling. Like, why doesn't I mean, one of them have, let us know? But they they, just the language they that they use is more like this. See, and how, do you, how you know, are we going to decipher that? How are we going to decipher that Yeah, but your question shit, is assuming something that hasn't happened that has happened. That just hasn't happened for what? us. We, what, impulsive. What, 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 sounds like a well, So you personally, but, you know, I mean, did, have, did you uh, ever go up on a rocket and walk on the moon? Not yet. Are but, you considering? But we went I'm there. I'm considering it. We're being sued you, by seen, Have you seen Buzz Aldrin punch that guy in the face? Oh, no, I didn't see him punch the guy. It is incredible. Yeah. I do, I do know what he saw when we landed, but he can't talk about it. His sister confirmed it to what? me. What did you, what? Moon base? What's going on right now? When we landed on the moon, there was a, around that crater above where we landed, uh, there were multiple ET craft that were just hovering there watching. Yo, and that uh, is true. Up, That's 100% up, true. Oh, my Whoa, God. hold yeah. the phones. Yep. This ain't yep. good. Whoa. Or maybe it is. They're just checking them out. Yep. Like an audience. They were going, you know, mm, that's interesting. These guys are up here, and it's like 1969. The Cold War is going on, and the Apollo mission was a militarized operation competing with the Soviet Union. Yep. So we were viewed as, as trying to go into space in a divisive and uh, war-making way. I mean, the space program ostensibly was civilian, but it was really a proxy for the Cold War. That's the truth. Right. So you're yeah. telling me when Buzz... Aldrin stepped on the moon. He saw five extraterrestrial aircrafts. Well, I don't. I think there were more, more than that. I think just we, watching him the, step on the take his first step on the moon. Uh, well, actually, uh, Neil yeah, Armstrong yeah. was the first. No, his first that, step. By the way, his Buzz Buzz watched him Buzz take his first step. Yes, Buzz Aldrin was second. Um, you know, my uncle was involved with that because he helped design the lunar module that carried them there. But uh, you know, you know that footage highly classified. They say they've lost it. NASA, did you see that in the news not mm -hmm. long ago? We we lost the original footage from the moon landing. I mean, the most important event in, in the history of mankind. We just lost it. And, you know, gee, you know, my dog ate the homework. I mean, it's Yo, my nonsense. dog does eat the homework. We, we discovered I love that your could dogs. totally be true. They're oh, you've seen her? Yeah, yeah. She beautiful. eats everything. She ate my bird, actually. Oh, well, that's, not, that's not so great. Sorry. And by the way, that's I'm sad. That's bad. Oh. It's very sad. Thanks for the clarification, Mike. Well, because yeah. some people that, thought wait, it wasn't, that's, right? Hey, that's wild. That is wild. I have we a question. We haven't got started yet. We no, I know, I know, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, how do you, how do you lose that footage? No, like, you that's not a memory card you just like. That's, well, that's what he's saying. <laughs> that's ridiculous. There's yeah, no such it's, thing as a memory card back then. I know, but like, <laughs> I know that's not a the little bugaboo like nowadays where you drop a memory card and you messed mm -hmm. up a vlog moment like I have. Bro, can you imagine, can you imagine you're landing on the moon? How would I describe it? I was going to say planet. It's not a planet. Can you imagine you're landing on uh, the moon and you look across the way and there's things watching you? Yeah. That's fucking scary. But they knew beforehand. Well, and you can do what? Have you seen the picture they, they, of them at the press conference when they got back? Mm -hmm. they, you can tell. They're just like, yo, this, like. We're freaked out. We're freaked yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. want to yeah, yeah. say something. So why, why, why could he not say anything? Well, I invited Neil Armstrong to the Disclosure Project event at the National Press Club, and his really good friend of his who was on my team said he was informed that he, his wife, his kids, and his grandkids would all be killed if he did that, that, that there was someone way or another they'd end up in accidents or something. And that's true. It's really serious stuff. I know, I know we're joking around a lot. Jeez. but So I said, well, look, you know, I'm not, I understand the pressure a man like that's under, so, you know, we'll, we'll have some other people there. Like, yeah, you think they'd be stoked, and then they, like, I mean, they're not looking too too happy That's, there. That is wild. No, so what about were, Buzz? Well. Has Buzz hit you up? Or have has you hit Buzz, Buzz? Hit you? Has Buzz hit you Has up? he punched you in the face yet? <laughs> no, no. Because, you know, look, I don't, I, I don't force anyone to go further than where they're comfortable. I understand this. You know, my military advisor was in one of these unacknowledged projects, and 
you know, he understood that lethal force has been used to enforce secrecy on that. And um, it was a very dangerous thing back some years ago when we first started this. Now it's, I don't worry about it, but we got people that have our backs. I don't say more than that, but. Mm. Uh, Are we at risk for having had you on the show, would you say? No, I mean, absolutely not. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm finally getting a little wind in my sails here. And the last thing yeah. I want to do is get sniped. Yeah, don't worry about it. Sort of he's fucking... starting to graduate the micro-influencer. Yeah, moving on uh, to the next category. level. Yeah, check it out. It's a big time. Uh, Logan's got something here. Ever thought of saying I misrepresented myself? away from me? Uh-oh. You're a coward and a liar and a thief. Oh, oh shit. He gave him a cool oh, little damn. jack Buzz there, Aldrin. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. for the win, up. dog. That's what happens when you see five aliens staring at you on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting fiery. Fiery. I mean, when not you do the same thing? If you went up to the moon, you risked your life, and you get down and some guy approaches you like that, I'd pop him right in the jaw, too. Well, I don't even yeah. think I need that big of a reason. I mean, imagine the like, stress these guys are under. They've yeah. seen amazing stuff. I mean, you know, I've worked with hundreds of these men and women who've been in these projects, and they have a kind of PTSD, honestly, seriously, because they have information, have seen things that's earth-shattering, amazing, mm. and they cannot speak about it. What we've tried to do is create a forum where they can, um, and we, we spent about five years getting the legality of this worked out so that if anyone on my team is threatened, uh, then the people who do that will get arrested. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Yeah, but right. how are you going to so, arrest somebody in the majority Continental Ballistics Army Office Group? You know what I'm the saying? The Majority like Intelligence are, Committee. Yeah, Magic, like the, M-A-J-I-C. The, the cop's yeah. going to go to arrest them, and the cop's arm is going to detach from his. But like, <gasps> these guys no. are these guys are ultra assassins. Well, that's true. I mean, the covert wet works are called wet works. Yeah. For wet blood. It's called yeah. wet oh, works. Oh, Sorry, oh. No, that's the proper name. Um, they're not going to pull a stunt like that now. At one time, it would have been risky because there are people who are, you know, really want to see this happen now. You know, begin to see stuff in the New York Times and CNN about all this. Uh, although with the, the sort of the militaristic spin, oh, there's a threat from outer space. Yeah, right. They come millions of light years through space and there's stuff here they just have to have, right? No. Yeah, what I mean, do we that's even, all, what do we that's even have? That's totally Chick-fil-A. Fake. Planets, it, planets yeah, going exactly. to shit. We already destroyed it. They don't want the planet. We got, we got a bunch of shit political figures. Most, they don't of, the, want them. most of the spin on this is just created uh, uh, to divert people from the truth. So, uh, again, I just want to get tactical because I like like these re- real specific questions. Mm, sure. You, you so. said, what did you call the underground thing? Bums? Bombs? Dumbs. Uh, dumbs. Uh, deep D- underground dumbs? military bases or just a UGB underground. How do you, how do you, how does base. one get there? Is there like an elevator? Is there like a staircase? There are approaches from the ground that then go in, that are hardened that go down. There are also inner underground connectors. You can go from Edwards Air Force Base to Area 51 completely underground near the uh, surface. Yeah. So, okay. So if, if, if one is That's to work, if one's to work wow. there, do you go to work what like a nine to five and it takes you how long to get into the middle of the desert are you stationed there for weeks months at a time usually they they go out for a period of time maybe a week or two and then they're ferried back on a on an aircraft wherever they live and the windows are blackened out on that aircraft. how can they how can they trust the people they're hiring like 
like we have people sign NDAs when they come in the house. Mm-hmm. Is it is it like an extreme form of an NDA? Well, it's usually yes, they have that. It's a seventy year one. Yeah, you for can't seventy years. Nothing. But yeah. but the way they really do it is is intimidation. I'll tell uh-huh. you, my my military advisor was in a USAP unacknowledged special access project, and he. You know, they took him into an underground facility and took away their, you know, watches, phones, yeah, everything. Yeah. There was one man who went down who had a, uh, a pistol. He was the security officer for this unacknowledged project. It was a $3 billion project. Nobody had any record of it. Not Congress, not the president. Whoa. And so where so, does that money come and, from, real quick? Well, let, let's answer one thing first. Right. And so they go down there, and this guy takes a bullet out of the clip and says, this bullet has your name on it. And if you speak to anyone about this project that's not in this room, it will find you and you're a dead man walking. So that is not a conspiracy. That is how that is enforced. Now, and that means that if, if the commanding general, let's say you're, let's say you're in the USAP and you're a colonel, yep. but there's a general that's the head of intelligence for the Joint Chiefs of Staff, like the guy I briefed who was an admiral, and he asks you about this, you are to turn to him and say, Sir, you don't have a need to know. And that is what happened. If you look at the leak that just came out about Admiral Wilson's briefing, that at the, the sixth man to walk on the moon, Edgar Mitchell and I did with some of my people in 1997, Admiral Wilson states that he tried to find out and he was threatened. They actually threatened to take a star off of him, you know, take one of his, you know, demote him. So he couldn't find out even though he was their boss that these these usaps were under his purview his supervision allegedly but they actually he was basically told go jump in the lake and so that happened before i got to the meeting because i'd given him all these top secret documents we have that one of them was this nro document that had the name of of the organization keeping the secrets the majority intelligence committee magic um and he was basically told we're not going to tell you anything and so, you know, this was made him, he, by the time I got to the meeting with Edgar Mitchell, who was this amazing guy, you know, PhD, you know, six man to walk on the moon, brilliant man. Uh, the Admiral was furious, but scared. I mean, he was kind of freaked out. He's going, what the hell's going on? And he says, who else have you briefed where this has happened to them? I said, well, the CIA director and the Senate Intelligence Committee members and the President of the United States. So... He he came to realize that these you know, unacknowledged special access projects were completely illegal. Yeah, and they are. They're you, illegal. Criminal, you talked about the it's a criminal uh, enterprise. You talked about the seventy-year confidentialities uh, agreements, which which I think a lot of people know about, mm-hmm. where these programs remain secret for seventy for seventy years, right? Mm-hmm. Seventy seventy-five years, whatever it is. Just I think a lot of people are looking forward to twenty. No, what is it? Twenty. 43 for JFK documents. Do these still won't happen? Do these USAP programs fall under a special category that there will be no release of classified documents at any time, whether it's 70 years later, 100 years later, 1,000 years later? Well, well, here's the problem. I'll give you an example of how screwed up this is. You know, I had this almost three hour meeting with the CIA, the sitting CIA director, and I I have this white paper. The sitting CIA director now. No, the one in for Clinton. Clinton I, I've okay. done others since. Yep, yep. But and he says, and I say, look, you know, we really need you to do an executive order with the president to disclose and, and declassify this stuff. And he looked at me. He says, how do we disclose that which we have no access to? We don't have access. <laughs> how do we disclose it? I said, well, you get access. He says, we've tried. They won't give us. Oh, this is, is the, this is how. Who's the government 
attache that makes decisions on access when it as it pertains to these special access programs. Like, is, there's got to be someone. Yeah, there's who, a committee. I just named it the Majority Intelligence. And committee. who? And who is? And so they operate rogue from the rest of the government. There's uh, no well, oversight whatsoever. Not the way. Not the way you were taught in high school about no our Senate Senate special intelligence committee involvement. There may be like a that. couple senators that know, but yeah. they're there to to misinform their fellow senators. Counterintelligence. There may be there are some generals and other flag officers, meaning admirals, generals, yeah, yeah. who know. They are told to basically lie to their uh, brethren. Yeah. Uh, so the way this works is. Again, if you're not read into a project that's an unacknowledged project, you're not going to find out about it, and it has nothing to do with your rank. Now, there have been CIA directors who know. For example, Papa Bush, uh, senior, yeah, GW, okay, yeah. you know, W's father, who just passed away, he yeah. was on that committee. And when he was CIA director, very interesting story. We have people who worked with Carter the first year he became president, uh, and Carter turned to outgoing CIA director Bush, the senior, and said, I want to be briefed on the UFO matter because he had seen one near Fort Benning when he was governor of, of Georgia. I have his report for him from, from President Carter. And Bush turned to him and said, I'm not going to tell you anything. Go get it from the Congressional Research Service and blew him off. This is the incoming president of the United States. That is a true story. We have multiple people who are involved with that that are in our disclosure project with their testimony, including wow. the constitutional attorney, Daniel Sheehan, Harvard guy who, who did the Pentagon Papers and all that. So he had actually gotten approached by people working with Carter to try to find if he could get information through other channels and eventually saw some secret information that he provided. But Carter trying to get that information from outgoing CIA. So people say, well, why did that CIA director know and others haven't? I said, has nothing to do with your rank. It has to do with whether they turn to you and say, are you willing to go along with a project that is being run this way, which is illegal, and to keep away from the public this information and to keep secret the technologies that would terminate oil, gas, coal, and nuclear power? Zing. It's a multi-hundred trillion dollar issue. I mean, the secrecy behind this has nothing to do with aliens. It has everything to do with the petrodollar mm. and a thousand trillion wow. dollars in assets mm. that would go goodbye because these things, I get back to what we said a few minutes ago, these objects aren't running on fossil fuels or nuclear power. Is this an uh, Illuminati? Uh, no, does no. Illuminati exist? Well, yeah, I mean, there are groups and little clubs of 33rd degree Masons. I'm friends with some. Burl Ives, who was an actor and singer, was on. He was a 33 degree Mason. He didn't know anything about this stuff. Mm -hmm. I was the source for stuff for him. Do all, does this clearance so, that you talk about exist completely outside of what are the what are the the, the three clearance levels? Is what is it? SQ and L clearance? Like, is it completely outside of top secret? You know, well, well, there are only three. There's confidential secret, secret and top, top secret. secret. And then right. in top secret, you have SDI, okay. special compartmented information. And then from the those special access projects, you, there are zillions of them. And the ones that are really sensitive are the unacknowledged special access projects that have cover under other special access projects. It's mm -hmm. like it's like a, the, the middle of a stinking onion. It's like covered and covered and covered. It's deep, deep in there. So um, the fact that, you know, someone may be read into one special access project that's top secret by no means means, and, and they'll get into another. In fact, even if you're in one unacknowledged special access project, it doesn't give you clearance to another one. So I've only met one, I've met one person who's on my team who had baseline clearance across 18 of these unacknowledged special access projects. And he just came forward about a year ago. And that's and massive. He was well, in, what'd you find out? 
It's mind-blowing stuff. Like, um, well, he, he was assigned to the TMO, which is the Technology Management Office, sub-basement of the Pentagon. And uh, he was tasked with, for example, there was a security breach at an underground facility near Fort Sill, Lawton, Oklahoma, where there's an extraterrestrial vehicle that we're studying that we had downed with an electronic weapon back in the 80s. We're trying to figure out how these things sort of, quote, cloak, where they can materialize, dematerialize right in front of you. Mm -hmm. which our team, my team that goes out has seen this. So I have photos of it. So cool. You know, can amazing. We, can we see some photos? Well, I mean, go to our website. You know, I, I don't have um, photos of... I, I didn't bring a photo file with me. What's, the site? What's your website? SeriousDisclosure.com. Serious yeah. It's on a shirt. Yeah. It's on a shirt. Oh, it's this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, have, we, have we put cloaking technology... So cloaking technology for people watching, what, what that means is they're able to materialize the environment around them, correct? To look, to blend in with what's happening around them, right? So they could look like the sky, the tree, whatever, right? Is that what cloaking technology is? Well, it's actually a little more complex than that. Okay. It's actually a very high energy physics where electromagnetic shift happens, meaning that, not shift, shift, S-H-I-F-T. <laughs> right. uh, Night shift. Shift happens too. Yep. Uh, where these objects, let's say you put an electromagnetic field around this class, and it can actually resonantly shift out of 3D into a, oh, sorry, a, a nearby what? dimension. So it's actually right there, but it's outside the physical 3D realm. So this gets into what, what are known so as transdimensional. No, no, it's not camouflage. Okay. No. So I was way off. You're way off. Yeah, You're yeah. saying this, that this is deep. so this cloak alien technology cloaking is actually... Mm -hmm. A unit moving between dimensions Correct. to camouflage. Uh, what I hey, look, you're not going to go from one star system to another in a solid form. You're going to have to shift. You're going to turn into Jello. Like no, no, system. you're, you're going to turn into something that approximates a, a ghost. You know, it's not a Yo, ghost, but it approximates wild. a ghost. I, I think it's interesting because yeah, you want to uh, hear the technology for, part of this. It's yes, gonna, your yeah, minds are going to yes. melt and come out of your nose. I want my mind to melt and come out of my nose. It's like, yeah, <laughs> let's, yeah. That's go, what I was go, say. go. So that's, you know, that's what we're dealing with. You know, the, actually, this next film, the CE5film.com that we're working on, it's crowdfunded, by the way. All these documentaries are done, no corporations, no big money. It's all the people. You know, yeah. We have 5,000 people that, for unacknowledged who donated funds. Uh, we're doing everything independently, maintaining control of it that way. That was, you know, no corporate shill can go in and say, take this out. We'll say, nope. Are you We're homies, not taking anything out. Are you homies with Bob Lazar? How do you feel about Bob Lazar? Bobby, we call him Bobby L. I, I, you know, I met him years ago in the 90s. He, he saw something. Um, I don't think his physics are spot on. However, his... He said, yeah, he said the UFOs fly belly up. Sounds a little weird to me, man. No, belly. No, on the yeah, side. Be belly, belly that's side what I mean, forward. like belly forward. Yeah. They can. Hip, they don't have hip, to. Time. They don't have to. Hip forward. Um, they can move in any angle. They, they control for 1G, one gravity force how in you, any how angle. How do you know that? Because I work with hundreds of people so, who have this down to the equations. Have they yeah. seen? Here's the tragedy. You know, I saw if these technologies could begin to come forward, you know, we'd have a civilization with no poverty or pollution or global warming and, and very quickly. But but think of the think of the stakeholders. Every public utility, bye, don't need you. All the oil and gas, all the Cell nuclear, phone. all that stuff. Uh, well, even that stuff, you know, we think, oh, wow, you know, it's a, it's a radio frequency, which we had in the 1800s, right? Yeah. Your, 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 your smartphone, iPhone, whatever. It's really a piece of junk. All right. So the technologies that are really advanced have been all classified. And, and our, I call this the lost century. There's 100 years of development of our civilization that's been stolen from us. And, you know, I have, I'm expecting my ninth grandchild in September. Wow, and, and I go... <laughs> 
And I go, you know, what kind of world are we leave, leaving to my children that are your guys' age? A really my hot grandchildren. One. Really hot one. Yeah, a hot one Super and, hot. and one that's collapsing so we can fix it. Here, I tell people, there's so many people who are hopeless. I say, don't be hopeless. We have amazing stuff that are technologies that have already been developed. They've got to be liberated from the hands of these misanthropic nut jobs who, who have been yeah. controlling these projects. Have any members of your team seen the aliens? Oh, yeah. What so do they look like? <laughs> what do they look like? So, uh, you know, I don't know if someone on my team has this cool picture of this ET that popped into the, we were doing a CE5, which is when we initiate contact a couple years ago in Arizona. Which is this and, video right here, and, correct? And <laughs> some of these are. Yeah, the top all one. Kinds of cool the small stuff. one up go the top. Go back to the little bean. Oh, this yeah. was in Joshua Tree. We're going to go back there in October. You should come. You'd okay. love it. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. Have you seen this? This is crazy. They, like, meditate or do something, and these... It's called remote uh, remote viewing. Remote viewing, uh, right. You know, the military, CIA had a program for, you know, still so has a program This is when that. you initiate contact. Yeah, yeah. Should I skip ahead, or is this... Whoa, what's happening? I don't know. There, there may be another object uh, here, but... Um, and so what do y'all oh, do? look at this cool thing. Whoa. <laughs> there are two. This is, like, late at night. Uh, we have a special camera, and there are two objects that... Uh, come in off the coast of florida that are there i've seen some so, things at joshua tree as well yeah it's cool out there beautiful well, i'll be honest well, with you i was i was on acid oh well so, that uh, yeah i mean yeah. i'll just i'll just be straightforward with it but i saw some ufos that night uh, yeah I'm completely sure. unidentifiable yeah, yeah i'm sure of that absolutely yeah. crazy yeah. so wait so y'all how did what do you do to initiate contact to get these lights to show up and be lights well you're not going to like the answer oh shit we got, to, to, we got to sacrifice I, one of our I, pets. I know should, something's should, going up in Orphis. Should, should I? Yeah, do we? Uh, that's right. exactly what I was thinking. Well, that's what this next documentary is all about. Oh, no. I hope it's not what he just said. Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. It, it's about the science of consciousness. Oh, so okay. Perfect. You're, you know, think about it. All of us are awake. And the physicists. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This have figured out that even though our individualities are different, that the field of consciousness is a singularity. That is the singularity everyone's looking for in AI. So this has been known for years and years and years in classified projects, and that's why the CIA had a big program using consciousness to spy on the Soviet Union, sort of like, you know, psychic spies. But what we're doing is that we're using consciousness and in the meditative state <clears throat> to remote view where these ET objects are and then make contact with them and show them where we are mentally and then with lasers and electromagnetic or electromagnetic signals. See, this is where I start no, to have, yeah, this where I start to have trouble. Yeah, you yeah, lost I know. So, Everyone's yeah, going to have no, trouble. No, 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 right. Like, because now you're speaking Spencer's language, and we, me and him have gone back and forth this a few well, times. Well, there's, there's a lot of documents that have been I'm disclosed sure, about people who, about the flat earth. who remote view <laughs> no, 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 very, very earth. specific buildings, structures, oh, yeah. everything, right, numbers, right, right. people in rooms from across the planet. No, there's no question. The military's been studying this for a long time. Well, Stanford Research International, SRI, had a huge program for years ago. Doing this and the scientific studies are, are dispositive. They prove this. The, the, the question is let's back this up. Even the mainstream media is admitting now these UFOs are real, our military's been encountering them. 
How do you think they're communicating from, say, the Andromeda galaxy, which is two and a half million light years from here, and Earth? You know, at the speed of your cell phone, that's two and a half million years to get a signal there, two and a half million years back. I think, it's that's, too damn slow. I think that's what Sprint's running right okay. now. Okay, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it takes two and a half million years to do anything. So <laughs> that's five million years round trip to the nearest galaxy to the Milky Way. All right, so it's too slow. So you're dealing with sciences and technologies that are interfacing with other fields of not only energy, but thought. So you, th these civilizations think to their device and it does something. I knew they it. Think to their, their, they think to their console and, it, and the spacecraft goes boing boing to one point to another. What's that thing mm -hmm. called? The neural, wait, what's, uh, what's yeah. the neural link? Yeah, neural link. Yeah, <laughs> everyone on this planet who are high tech are trying to go there. And, and there's some great work. If you look at uh, Dr. Radin's work, um, he, you know, a, a lot of physicists have done studies with photons and with random number generators that generate numbers randomly with people thinking to them and it's shifting. So if you look at the science on that, it's really, really strong. And that's what we're going to connect some dots in this next documentary where we, we go from, okay, here's the evidence they're here. Here's the false information everyone's been told. But here's actually what their technologies are doing and, and how we can initiate contact. Because what I think we have to do, instead of a million people charging the gates at Area 51, we need to have millions of people going out under the desert and making contact with these civilizations. Whoa. It's the equivalent of a cosmic denial of service to these classified well, projects. By, by, Whoa. My, my like, like a million people meditating a million at one people time. people doing this and go bang. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, if you, if you look, we have 40,000 people right now on my team around the world doing this, Whoa. and they're having these close encounters all over the world. Amazing stuff. But what's the, what's the actual uh, practice when you're meditating? Like, do you like hum a certain way? Do you no, stand up, does. sit down? Sound bowls? Yeah, whatever fires your rockets, honey. Really? You yeah. can no, actually, do whatever you want. Okay, my answer is there are certain techniques that help. You know, there's mantras, there's this and that. But, I, you know, I had a friend here as a doctor here in L.A., and she, she used to play the harp as a hobby and she would get into this state of consciousness that was this deep quiet state of consciousness and would have these beautiful experiences where she could sense another place have high intuition so that was her mantra was mm. her heart so i tell people you know there are if there are seven eight billion people on this planet there are eight billion spokes into the hub of the will of life which is this quiet state of consciousness that's unbounded in space and time that that degree of and that's beautiful i mean and so you, you know there, but there are certain techniques that help and, you know, that's, I help, I teach people that. Before I was a doctor, I was a meditation teacher. Oh, cool. What? Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah I was one I of the mean, original, like Louise Hay of Hay House. She was one of my students. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. Can I ask you a quick question? What's the, I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this. What's the uh, point of it? And and here's, here's why I ask. The point of what? Just of, of communicating with, with them, right? So, for mm -hmm. example, I know that there's somebody in Kuwait right now. Yeah. They're probably having a good day kicking the soccer ball around, right? Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want to fucking talk to them. I'm sure they're there, mm -hmm. but I got a good cheeseburger I could eat. Mm -hmm. I got shows I could watch. We could play football outside, rake leaves, all kinds of shit, okay? Mm -hmm. So why am I going to go out to the middle of the desert with a harpist and a random number generator mm -hmm. to try to make contact <laughs> with an intermolecular majority conference being? Do you, wanna, <laughs> do you hear what I'm saying right now? Like, why, well, that's like, not what I we're even, doing. I don't <laughs> even call my fucking grandmother Dr. Green. Oh, She's 90 you ought to give her years. A call, I know, man. I will. But I'm just saying, like, why do I don't want to talk to Bleep Blork and Deep Dop from fucking because Channel it, 76 Igork? Because if we don't, then who the hell will? You've got I don't know. Well, It's like you're driving a wagon. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is the shit. Why would I need anything else? Oh. And then a Lamborghini passes you. Uh, you're like, what the? F 
What is that? I well, want I just that. take another bite of my burger. Like there's like what? Like wagons you're gonna be the guy on the wagon <laughs> eating a burger, watching yeah. a Lamborghini go by you. Oh, yeah. nah. Because you want to know why? Nah. Because you want to know why? Because say we do drive wagons. I got hot chicks, yeah. Instagram thoughts in my wagon. I got great food, and now I got a cool audience of people watching. So what do these guys got? They don't even have. Some of them don't even have arms. Yo, they have little yeah. tentacles. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> they probably. They may have hotter chicks than we. That's what I was just gonna say. They have to. They have to. See, now they can take them. They can take them. Hey, you want to go to Tea Garden Beach? Check out the waterfall I just found. Yeah, God. They're there. Bucket list. That's I want to have sexual intercourse I'm with an alien. Yes. Ooh. That is awesome. Can Do you know you anyone that's done that? No. <laughs> well, listen, look, I'm not going to let you off the hook. No. I do want to know so what the aliens look like. All right. Uh, well, the, the, the one, for example, that uh, healed this man's hearing, who is in our circle, uh, sort of very triangular head, uh, about five and a half feet tall. Um, this is going to be in this next documentary. Uh, he popped in transdimensionally from a, from a, as an ET being popped in. We saw this red light come right into our circle and then a photograph taken. And this ET is standing right beside this man. And he had permanent hearing loss since he was a teenager. And he was fixed that night by this ET. That's a true story. It's a beautiful story. Were you there? Yeah, I was there. I mean, the, the, the ET was about two feet from me, three feet from me. And um, so it's the photograph of it is beautiful. But the experience that this man had was more beautiful. Well, you, so, have, you have a photo um, of the experience? Of the ET? Yes. Well, I've, actually got, I've actually got a photo mm -hmm. of him yeah. here, too, just so you guys know. You said uh -huh. he had a triangle head. No, no, not that a, one. Andre, if you could zoom in really quick. You guys may know. stuffed toy from His when you were like His name's actually Winkley from the Teletubbies. Yo, wait. He's got a Teletubby. What's the photo? Is it of the red light or is it of the ET? It's of the ET. Yo, what are you saying? Can we just Where can we get this photo? Can, can we just see it? Pull it up and you show. I like how we clap like for this. I love oh my so god! Like this, I got bro. a tingly sensation no, no, no. in my balls. Bro, you right want to clap too? Does that just me? I don't want to be affected today. I didn't think I'd be affected today. Oh, I might be. Wow! I don't want it like this. Woo! No, 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 so. bro! No. No, you know people make all these assumptions about a civilization that they're, they're they, they think they're got to be just like us. But look, you know, if you meet someone in Japan, they're really different from someone in the Congo or, or mm. Italy. Mm. So we're dealing with civilizations that are, you know, 100,000 to a few million years ahead of us. The so the, the way that they're going to uh, appear in and out of our uh, space time. Un unfathomable is like a word that I feel like is appropriate. No, it's fathomable. But how, we, have to, how we, have to, we have to damn catch up, you know, because if people had known the truth about this 50, 60 years ago, we wouldn't be, you know, like in kindergarten still. We're obsessed so, with the double gluck gluck. Can you imagine what alien girls are doing out there? The quadruple, the quadruple. And topple or do they have self-respect? Like on a hell no, <laughs> hell no, dude. We're dude, no. They're millions of years ahead of us. Look how our self-respect trajectory is going. Oh, you're they're right. already, bro. They're doing all Dylan, kinds of Dylan, things. You're dude. holding the photo Dylan, off screen, good. and I need to see it. Yeah, we want to see this. ASAP. He's like, that looks really Dylan, cool. Just let Doctor Greer explain it's it to us. It's not the original. Well, you know, this is a, a, a civilization a number hey. of people have seen. What are you doing? Uh, Bring it to you. Oh, it's good. Do you think Dylan, our producer, could be an alien? Is that possible? Yeah. No. Kind of looks like one. Thanks, bro. No, just in a good way. All right, what's going on here? What is this? What am I looking at? You've seen this. So that blackened area is sort of, of a bubble in space-time, and you can see the people on either side of him. We just turned up the contrast, 
and there's a, a his head is partially in the scatter field of the pixelation. But he looks like Groot. Yeah, yes. Yeah, zooming up. There it is. Yeah. So he's very large head, sort of triangular shaped, has a sort of a cloth tunic that's lit up. He's holding some object. And this man right next to him to the left of how you're looking on his, on the ET's right had his hearing uh, healed. So I mean, you say, oh, there's a wacky story. It's a beautiful story. It just happened a couple years ago. Hold on. And I'm going to be uh, selfish. No. Show oh, you the, want me show to show the, the people? Yes. Are you ready for this? Nope. I'm keeping this one to myself. Show, show the fucking oh, world. You're just like all the presidents, man. Oh, show, no! ah, show, show the people. I'll give you guys a quick explanation. Right in the middle of all these multicolored gumballs, there's a man with an exploding lava head. You can see it right here. That's the lava that's in the mashed potatoes. Thank you, thank you for that scientific analysis. Let me zoom out a bit. This is this is that's that's an, how it looks zoomed out. Actually, that's an actual ET extraterrestrial that came into our CE five uh, circle uh, in, in Arizona. So you boosted the contrast around the image. Yep. And what? So what are all these colored dots? Oh, you just you're turning up the contrast is all. But you can see the original one. You, you see him there without all the all the. Uh, you know, why does it look like he's in a little TV? It, no, you it's know interesting because that's a, that's like a space time bow. It's black there, you, and that's that's the energy field that they can teleport in. I know this sounds like Star Trek or something, but you know, some of the stuff in science fiction isn't so far off from the fact, and it's oh, a little yeah, cheesy. But this is the real thing. This is a Logan this is unretouched, not photoshopped. Holy and shit! You know who took this? Alex Jones. You know, <laughs> no, David Marconi. You know the movie Enemy of the State with Will Smith? Yeah, he's on my team. He took this. He has some awesome uh, camera. When equipment. he snapped that photo, was our alien friend pissed? No, no, he, he doesn't get all mad. And it's just like one photo, no video. Shit. Uh, we do have video of other events uh, that are amazing. That's what this next documentary is going to be. Gonna be crazy. Like dozens and dozens of images and videos uh, like this from our contact experiences. Uh, because what we want people to do is say, "All right, we're not dependent on Trump or the Pentagon or the CIA or you know, Ten Downing Street." To release this information, we can go directly to these civilizations, uh, show a side of humanity that's not idiotically militaristic and myopic. And, you know, make contact directly. It's like it's like a cosmic civil disobedience we need to do. But instead of storming the gates of Area 51 where you're just going to get blown up, go out wherever you live all over the world and initiate contact with these civilizations. That's the next big step here. And it's, it. it's something where we have to empower ourselves to take back Facts. this issue out of the classified project. It's, it's very much, you know, I was involved in the civil rights movement. I'm old enough to remember those days, the black and white water fountains where I grew up in North Carolina. Mm. I was almost murdered for having a black girlfriend in 1972. Really? Yeah. I mean, really. So now we're at this next stage where we're going to have to, you know, go get past all that nonsense and Is that realize. Past salts, did you say? Oh, mm -hmm. past all the nonsense. <laughs> oh, past all the oh, nonsense. Sorry. Dylan, Dylan, okay. past all the nonsense. What, what's, you know? what's the question? Dr. Greer, if you would like out that photo on the screen for the audience. At the Challenger Games. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. That's okay. fine. Oh. It's going to come out anyway. You got to be right kidding now. me. Wow. Sure it's an yeah. exclusive. I'm, I lo I'm yeah. Logan's MacBook. So just give us credit for it. So but. aliens have been around for a while, right? 
like aliens, a lot of people believe that aliens came in and altered our DNA. Well, I like to say ETs instead of aliens okay, because ETs. people think you're talking about someone who's come in from, you know, Guatemala. So are you, so, so really, I mean, okay. it's really confusing. Oh, okay. Confusing. I All thought right, you were yeah, yeah, starting yeah, yeah. to get into like the social justice shit for aliens. No, 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 right? no, like, no, no. Becoming, they, don't, they don't like, I, being they don't like that. being called that in 2019. Okay. <laughs> it's 2019. <laughs> so the ETs, uh, certainly there's evidence, for example, there's a, a cave etching uh, and drawing in France is 5,000 years old that looks exactly like a UFO with these ETs outside of it. Stop. They found one in India. Oh, yeah, you can look this up. So I don't think there's ever been a time where the Earth hasn't had some kind of surveillance or involvement with advanced civilizations from elsewhere. Hmm. I think when things really got intense was right around the end of World War II when mm. we detonated That's the first the atomic cool bomb. Yeah. yeah, well, you yeah. know, the whole, quote, Roswell event. Well, that actually did happen, but guess what? Roswell, New Mexico at that time was the only atomic bomb squadron on Earth. Really? It was the only, and that's why they were there. They went, what are these primates doing? You know, we're about to blow up the whole planet with this stuff. Do you think there's going to be a, a situation in the upcoming, call it pff, 20, 30 years, mm -hmm. where we are going to need to kind of uh, hybridize and create the first sexual encounter between a male human That's what species. I'm saying. I want it to be me. I want to volunteer. Can no, I shine? No. Can I fuck? Like, you get all the hottest Instagram thoughts. You take all the fucking nines and tens from me, even when I bring them here. You eat all, you get the first plate of food from Chef Katie every day. You get the <laughs> big house. All this shit. I want to fuck the alien first, Logan. Stop. You're a, you're a selfish little guy. <laughs> Let me have the first alien Sex encounter. Okay. Well, okay, it would fine, have to fine. be by mutual consent, and I don't yeah. know. No, of course. And, and of course. I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm I'm not sure that's going to be forthcoming, bro. So yeah. well, He's got game. Maybe. Oh. Well, let's see. Yeah. Trust me, I could spit, dude, okay? okay. And I ain't going to be the only forthcoming, if you know what I mean. <laughs> let, let's, let's see what you're packing, you know. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm an emergency doctor. We see more asses and stuff, and nobody cares. <laughs> have you guys seen the uh, Egyptian hieroglyphs with the helicopters and the spacecraft? Well, did you say just now? Yeah, you there's, said some There's Spanish Egyptian stuff. hieroglyphs <laughs> of helicopters. Like, the Egyptians had clear hieroglyphs of technology that did clearly did not exist back then. You guys really? Have I, ha I have. I pulled them up here for... What the oh, fuck? Come on, that's a Black come Hawk. Come on, guys. Like, what's fucking good, dude? That's a Black cool. Hawk, bro. And, I, and it looks like uh, Kennedy Onassis' speedboat. It's not right. Yo... Well, you know, I, I you just know, I just figured this out just now. Let's see what you got. I can't wait for this. Something's going on. We've never been. We had, hey. <laughs> wait, that's it. <laughs> no, that was that's what he it, had, bro. Something's going on. Come on now. The, the Egyptians. You heard it here, Logan Paul, 2019. Blackhawks. Something's going and on. Giant, giant moths, bro. Giant moths, bro. Yeah, that's a big well, ass moth. That's a that huge is, moth. That is they were just moth. they they, they were BT just portraying moth. things they've yeah. seen. Actually, you know, so there's some of the writing that was on the wreckage from the craft that went down near Roswell looks very very similar to hieroglyphics. Very wow, similar. this is this is mind blowing. Yeah, wow. and I have a, a I have, a, a I have uh, several people on my team. Uh, before they passed passed away, that we got interviews with them about what they had seen and had handled that. Uh, it was like a little, almost like I-beam shaped uh, object that was, was weird material that had this kind of writing on it. Yeah. So, um, you know, hey, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. I think if you look at it, uh, there's good evidence, but we've never been alone. But the issue is right now, we have a, a covert military program that is mismanaging the relationship. 
in a really dangerous way. You asked me one of this guy at the technology management office, one of the things he told me, aside from the facility, the thing that was, they were studying how it cloaked in and out at, at Fort Sill uh, at, at near Lawton, near Oklahoma. He was down at Huntsville uh, Space Flight Center in, in uh, Alabama. And he was read into a project where we have satellites up there that have electronic weapons on them that can target these ET craft and destroy them in space. From our, oh. satelli- from from our, our satellites? From a satellite. Very dangerous. I mean, there are people who have mismanaged this incipient early relationship. Do you think that's why they're coming us. back less? Because they fear getting shot down? It's because our technologies have gotten so good that if they come full on 3D, they're likely to be targeted and hit. Well, I mean, so, we suck. That's so, nothing new. Yeah, he I know. But, but, a, a, but who, yeah, who's going to fix that? The president? No. Nah, the president think, doesn't have access I'm, control. So this is where it's a mass consciousness thing. The, the people have to fix this problem. Like the people. And you, how do you, do you, you get think the, the president you, fixed the civil rights issue? No. The Kennedy brothers were dragged, scree- kicking and screaming, screaming yeah. uh, into this. It was a, a bunch of outliers who did that same thing with the gay rights movement same thing with women so this issue in terms of it being disclosed and handled well is 100 percent up to the people we the people as thomas jefferson said hello and so you know i mean it's fine to enjoy your you know cheeseburger and no, babes, no, 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 but, but, but you got there's incentivize. a serious issue here yeah. you got to incentivize because what are you saying you're interrupting us saying what it's trying to send. Thank you. Oh, good. You got to you got to incentivize us because yeah. you okay. got me excited. Right? Here's an incentive. I was I was hold on. I was I was I was not super scared of the the, the attacks or like that we were mm-hmm. making the wrong stuff. I didn't really care much. I didn't, right. wouldn't even call my grandma. Remember? Then you told me you don't understand how hot some of these alien girls could be. So <laughs> say you want to activate a bunch I'm of joking. a bunch of weed smokers, for example. Do you understand how good the chronica is on bleak talk? Right? It's dank. Like you need, so dank. you need to incentivize. Like you can incentivize Logan through female and also right. trolling the right. internet. Like yeah. whatever. Like you got to incentivize. Yeah, that's more dude. important than getting pictures of ETs right now. We got to get pictures of hot Aliens. Yes. Oh, yes. That's the what we gotta do. The, the alien you showed us wasn't attractive enough mainly because he was a blob of light and yeah. shapes. Dude, you gotta guns. get some some ones with some big booties. Like, That's what I, people like nowadays. Yeah, but you know, uh, whether or not that'll ever happen. <laughs> Actually, I understand there's there is a civilization that looks extremely similar. To the Kardashians? To yeah, really? No, no, no. Wait, really? You have to have a little bit of class. It should oh, go interstellar. Jonathan, uh, you've know, got to be pissed. Ow, wait. should I just say that? I'm sorry. No, it's all right. You can say whatever you want. It's yeah, impulsive. Man. What's the what's what are the, what's this civilization? Do you know the name of them? Just so I'm the curious to look it up on Pornhub. I do not. I do not know this. Uh, the name <laughs> of this particular species. So you got the Nordics, the Greys, the Reptilians, and that's all fake. That's, that's all Alex Jones shit, man. That's all nonsense. Look, I mean, you know, anyone who. Oh wow. This this is the picture. Isn't it beautiful. So Here were you we guys go. outside by like a fire, like a no, campfire? No, 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 no. We were out in a very darkened area up at about five thousand feet in Arizona, and um, up by Flagstaff. No, the other way south, outside Tucson, up on a mountain. Okay. And, Where's the person uh, on the left? Is this? That, he's the guy who had his hearing. Uh, is, is he seated though? He's sitting. This the ET was standing. Up the, is that his arm right there? Yeah. The, the black space. The, it looks like a tunic drape there. And then his head is partially in that pixelated area. You zoom in. So it's it's and yeah, you can see the eye oh, on the left. Oh shit! Now yeah, I and see you see it. it's almost like a beak on the front. Yes. This is an actual unretouched photograph. So, um, wow. You know, we have a, a lot of objects like this, and 
people think, oh, this is this really happening? There's a group of people already making contact with you. I said, well, yeah, why yeah. not? So They're he kind of he did surgery on him, right? Kind of in a way, a non-invasive surgery. You know what? What would what people today would call it would be electromagnetic energy surgery. In wow. other words, it wasn't anything invasive. Uh, but his his he had a, a hearing loss since he was a teenager. Uh, so if like we if school. we got access to this technology, would it's we cure? Story. Would we cure every disease? Would we cure yes. sickness? Yes. We would yes. cure Save bad genetics. Time. Yes. Absolutely. Everything would be cured. I think we found yeah, your we found, a, we found a full color image. <laughs> <laughs> of, of Is this a guy in the blue man group? It's Megamind. Or something no, it's Megamind. Oh, okay, Megamind. Yeah. It's Megamind. But he could be in the blue head group. I mean, could be blue, blue head group. Hey, this is wild. You've affected me, Doctor. Yeah, no, you did too. No, you've affected yes. me. Hey, it's time for the truth out. Yeah, you know, you know what I especially like that you you said today. What the uh, the consciousness note? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not like a crazy conspiracy theorist that's like freaking people out. You well, know, you, I mean, you got a, you got an actionable solution. Yeah, I respect but, you that. know, we have other responsibilities besides the shock and awe and dribble. That's ninety nine point nine percent of the like, subject. You know, I mean, look, you know, we, we we're going to have to figure out, you know, do we want to go forward as a civilization or not? Right. And, and this issue is central to that, believe it or not. That's why I left my medical career. You know, you know what is to go through medical school and residency and build up your career and then <laughs> abandon it to do this. I'm not doing it because, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, entertain people with nonsense. This is a really, really critical issue. It, it has to do with science, technology, the future, our relationship with in space, you know, how we go forward as a species, but also the development of conscious life on this planet that is at a level where we can interface with these other civilizations in a meaningful way not yeah. just you know chasing them with a f-16 trying to sh blow them out of the sky you yeah. know you're, you're dumbass stuff like that what is the most dangerous information that you know oh boy well i'll tell you what i told the director of the defense intelligence agency in his office one in the General same patrick hughes me and that guy pretend that you're him okay the first question he asked me was we don't understand why you haven't committed suicide yet to me and I said well because I don't need to do that because his father had knowing what I'm about to tell you and that is that there's a group of people who control this issue that are trying to uh, sort of urgent provocateur to provoke an interplanetary incident so will the next war World War three will be interplanetary and there if there is a serious group of nut jobs and they have to be put on a leash and stood down fast and quickly. And the trigger, when unacknowledged hit hundreds of millions of people seeing it, this group started releasing stuff to the CNN and Washington Post and New York Times under cover of a group that from a, a, a man, a boy that I used to teach on this named Tom DeLong, the Blink-182 guy. Oh, yeah, he's and, so and, it's huge on the okay. But what happened is that his interest got hijacked by militarists whose the, every bit of information they're putting out has to spin. It's a threat to the national security. Our sovereignty has been invaded. It's the kind of brainwashing that's already started to try to convince the public there is, is an alien threat. You know, Werner von Braun, who invented the rocket yeah. for Adolf Hitler, on his deathbed, he he's said a, to a member of my team who was who is his right hand assistant and spokesperson for the last few years of his life said, "They're going to hoax an alien threat." I'm quoting, and it's all a lie. Mm -hmm. So we are actually in the last year at the point where they've started on that plan. 
Well, and that's that why through, we're doing this next this, this next documentary. Is that through we, movies? We have got to intercept this plan and stop it. Or if you think 9-11 and the Iraq war was a clusterfuck, this is going to be that a thousand times worse. So, and I'm telling you, I'm not trying to scare people. But, you know, the future of what we're going to do and have on this plan is hanging in the balance, and we're going to have to wake up Was that quick, like that quickly. HG, was that H.G. Wells? Uh, yeah, the War of the Worlds was nonsense. That similar, oh was that like kind of in that vein? To and get like it's more like, you ever see the movie Independence Day? Yeah. That was right out of central scripting from the CIA because, I mean, you know, let's unite the world around an alien threat. Go, go, go Google uh, Ronald Reagan's address to the United Nations when he said, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, wouldn't my, our job of creating a world peace and unity be easier if we had a common alien threat to He's, unite against? He said I mean, that? Yes, Reagan. In front, it's, it's, yeah, it's in the unacknowledged documentary. Right, Everyone go good. see it. If you don't have Netflix, it's on iTunes. It's everywhere. So my point is, is that that, that mindset is what's been driving this train for 70 years. And if somebody else doesn't step up, and not me, I mean, I'm getting old. I'm, you know, like so I just what, I just turned 64, so it's like, you know, my days are numbered, tick-tock, a countdown. But we're going to have to have a whole four, lot of people step forward and fix this problem. Oh, Ronald Reagan. Oh, you don't want to look four at four hours of, of, you know. No, 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 not four hours of howdy duty. Seconds. No, it's not. Is your is your is your big so is your biggest goal, in short, to not only communicate but also to let people know that these these dudes are our homies. Like these are our homies. Yeah, dude. They're, like they're, they're not. They they're, are no threat. But right. I'll tell you, um, it they, it's going to be spun by the people who are the what Eisenhower called the military industrial complex. Yep. So, you yep. know, I mean, look, you know, there's trillions of dollars at stake in terms of keeping it secret from the point of view of energy petrodollar and what have you, there's more trillions at stake in terms of military spending to gin up a threat. All for and power. I'm, I'm all, look, the, the, my, some, the, my closest power. friends who have helped me with this project are all career military and CIA people. <clears throat> but they're deeply worried about this, seriously. And, and you know, that's what keeps them awake at night. And that's what keeps me awake at so night. So what do you mean by interplanetary warfare? And who are the people that are in this secret group? You want some names? Yes, yes. Alex Jones. Okay. Well, it's the fifth time I said that. You know, <laughs> historically, I mentioned Papa Bush was on this committee. Dick Cheney is on this committee. Halbert. Um, uh, former CIA director uh, Dick Helms, very involved in the good old days. Uh, one of the few billionaires in the world at the end of World War II who was an avowed fascist until the end of the war is Paul Mellon. Yeah. And then he, with uh, Alan Dulles, founded this committee and the, the CIA. And uh, so those folks have been involved uh, and their families and connections. Uh, there are other people. Admiral Bobby Ray Inman um, was a man that I tried to get to come forward. He was the uh, director of the National Security Agency and deputy director of CIA. He wouldn't do it. He went on the board of Science Applications International Corporation down here in La Jolla, California. It's one of the crown jewels of the contracting that does all the man-made UFOs. By the way, a lot of the things you see out there, they're ours. They're EMGs, electromagnetogravitic craft that are uh, man-made, top-secret craft that are based on having studied not only ET craft, but the early work of, of some of the geniuses like T. Townsend Brown, who uh, you know the Rand Think Tank was founded on. Who yeah. you know he in 1928 or nine he had a high-voltage system around a crystalline structure and the thing started levitating. And that's in the 20s. What's that? So it, 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 there's some cool technology. Wow. Um, What's maybe what? that'll be the next documentary, The Lost Century. 
all the technologies that have existed since Tesla. By the way, the Tesla you're buying, it's a Musk. It's not a Tesla. A Tesla would never have to be plugged in. It'd be pulling energy from the energy field around it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, we hope to come out with a real Tesla. He said it's a Musk. So what about? It's a Musk. It's fine. It's cool. It's fun. Well, yeah, but, when he died, you know, they raided all of his his, yeah. uh, his shit. Yeah, his, I have his that document. Laboratories. I have the document. So what? the do- Department of Defense was furious because the FBI went in and took Nikola Tesla's secret papers when he died. And uh, the, I have a document where the Department of Defense is demanding that the FBI and J. Edgar Hoover turn that stuff over. And basically what? the FBI said, That's Screw you. We're not giving you anything. So there's a bunch of fiefdoms out there also. Don't think that this is some kind of coherent. We deal with that too with like different fandoms. Yeah, exactly. Where can we see? Where can we see? You know, uh, when I lived in the Middle East, they said if you had uh, uh, three people together, you had four political parties, right? Yeah. What what's uh, what's Trump's first off? First off, real quick, where where can we find that uh, the Tesla papers or is that? exclusive it's, no no it's in my archive you know at some point we'll have to organize all this okay here's another thing my wife who will be 71 in december and i in our part of our living room run this project no funding no staff no offices it's all volunteers so it's a very quaint little story and that's the truth hmm. so it's a labor of love so we don't have there's a lot that we need to have organized if we had some people to help work in there and organize it you wouldn't believe the stuff I have in my vault. I mean, parts of ETs and parts of spacecraft and cool stuff. Dude, we got to take what? a visit. We got yeah. to come up. Yeah, and come out and we'll take you on a trip to. We got to get this exposed. Yeah. yeah, we got to. We got the we got the low gang out here that's ready to dent the universe with this kind of information. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, quite, well, quite quite literally. What, yeah. Hey, and everyone listening, what we want to do in the next year, December 16th here in D.C., I mean, here in L.A. at L.A. Live. We're going to have the premiere of this next documentary. It's going to be mind-blowing. This year? Yeah. Cool. December oh, 16th it. this let's year. So put it on your calendars. Yeah, we should be there. And this, this document will be out for the public at that point. But then I hope sometime next year we can, we're, we're trying to organize a global uh, contact and disclosure music festival with a bunch of rock bands because a number of them have reached out to us. If you guys know anyone to be part of it, I have I someone who's on the work. You should get a uh, group called Disclosure. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then. There were a lot of people, you know, like even old rockers like, you know, um, Aerosmith that Steven Tyler was on Joe Rogan talking about unacknowledged. Time I didn't mention it 12 times. Uh, you know, you have folks like um, a Godsmack, you know, Sully and I have hung out. And he's he's he may come out with us to the, the desert pretty soon. You think, you think the aliens uh, like Nickelback? Yeah, probably do. Then and Nickelback's into this, and Chris Daltrey's into all this. I, I want to. Um, there I are a lot go, of people. But I want to go meditate in, in the Radiohead is a super into all. There are a lot of groups that are into this. But why we have, we need to find people who can reach out to them. You know, kind of go around some of their managers and agents because they're all such the you know, aliens. Managers, no, agents? Oh, not them. Oh, these sorry. these and, and put this big music thing together, and then let's stream it online. You know, let's have a hundred million people see it and do something really cool. It's big, yeah, yeah. That's what when's we need to do. Next, when's let's the next? When's the next desert trip that we can go? Uh, I haven't planned it yet because until I get this documentary finished, yeah. I don't want to pull the trigger on it. Besides, you know, when I announce it, those fill up in three or four hours. Okay. But well, put, we'll, we'll put come. you on an early notification list, yes. huh? Yeah. But it's, uh, there are only 25 people go out with me. Yeah, I want to go. Come on, let us be three of them. I used, I used to be, you know, more people, but it's too hard for me to manage and... I'm not 35 anymore, so. Mm, <laughs> I, I, I want to go. It's too chaotic. Yeah, it's a huge go. crowd, you know. Yeah. But um, it's a beautiful experience because it's not only it, 
a great experience personally in terms of your experience, but you're with a group of people out in these beautiful settings where we have ET craft come over, beans pop up, you know, around us. Um, people have amazing experiences, but it's all centered in the concept of, of the non-locality of consciousness and time and space. Mm. Non-locality meaning, you know, that cool, cool experiment they did where, they took a photon and split it in half. So they had two, and then they had two identical photons that had been one hmm. and in CERN and G Geneva, and they separated by 14 miles. And then they, they kind of moved one and the other one at the same instant with no time lag moved. Hmm. So it turns out that the whole cosmos and all of us in it through consciousness and what's called non-locality and physics are interconnected. That's the secret of how these interstellar civilizations are traveling and communicating. So that's what we, you know, we have to kind of catch up to what quantum. Well, this is what, that, this is what we were talking about in the kitchen yeah. the other night. Cool. I was saying there's a, a mm -hmm. lot of waves that are about to hit that humanity is just so not even aware of yet. Yeah. Well, we've been, we've been purposely kept dumb. You know, let's face it. This stuff was no, I have a guy who on my team before he passed away, he was the, he was a man who invented like a headset like this. Uh, that would be an electronically assisted remote viewing device. So in other words, you could put this thing on, there was a certain electronic frequency and people could see with their consciousness remote places. Come yeah. on. And that's 100% true. Let me get that's my not hand. science fiction. I was talking about... So it's <laughs> like really, really the deep end of amazing science. I was just trying to get science. an Oculus Rift recently oh, yeah, where I could it. watch porn eh. in 3D, but I'd love yeah. to see some remote shit, dude. Yeah. You could watch it. You could remote view porn. No, stop. So I can see what's going on in Studio City when well, Riley's you're, doing her next. <laughs> then you're going to be a, then you're going to be those you're, electromagnetic you're, No, no, no. Then, then right you're now. an interstellar peeping Tom perv. So yeah, don't do that. Well, let, let, no, 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 no. We're not yeah, going to do that. I am what no, I am. I can't. That's you know. not cool. You're going to get. <laughs> we're not, we're interstellar not going to do Interstellar peeping Tom perv. <laughs> no. You ever been inside the Hadrian Collider? I have not. I, well, of course you haven't because you'd be dead. Because it's full-on proton and just anarchy in there. Only when it's operating. <laughs> Only when it's operating. I was just talking the other night, though, about there's these devices that are coming out. I mean, this like have, people have been working on this for a long time. They're frequency devices that can target strains of disease in your body and heal it. Mm -hmm. it's a, without yeah, any medicine, without any pharmaceuticals, mm -hmm. just through a frequency. And it's like Tesla said, who was killed, if you understood... Energy, frequency, and vibration, right? You would yeah. understand, you would hold yeah. the key to the universe. <laughs> Super cool stuff. Look at so. when Logan gets a call from his lawyers, what it says. It screams at him. Lawyers! <laughs> lawyers! Lawyers! I love how that They're piece saying, of wisdom that we just talked about. It was about like this radio. So deep and meaningful. <laughs> well, you were talking about curing stuff with singularities and wisdom trees. Yeah. And yeah, it, was like the, just, it was like the single like, most important thing in the because universe. Because here's but, the deal, know. Spencer. I oh. need fucking proof. Okay, I understand that people are like, all right, here's the deal, man. I'm telling you right now that people are launching magnetic frequency waves to kill herpes, okay? Well, what the fuck, dude? I'll bring you the proof. I'll like, bring you the proof. I'll bring you the pudding, the God bro. The proof is the in the pudding, okay? And I'll bring you the pudding. I well, got the pudding on the aliens right here, dude. Yeah. True. He's a, a lot of Swiss miss sitting right in front of me, Damn. dude. We, we got it right. We, you know, we have all the evidence for this. <laughs> I, mean, the, 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 I think the bigger question with all these technologies are... <laughs> The question is, they have to be vetted properly, and that's your point is a right one. Um, Proof. You know, making a statement doesn't prove it. And I tell people, don't take my word for any of this. Go to the website. Go look at Unacknowledged. Go look at the documents that have been declassified. Look at the testimony of some of the most courageous men in the world that had top-secret clearances that we have dozens of now that are on videotape telling what happened at these facilities. You know, you don't have to listen to sort of uh, – 
you know, internet gossip anymore. Because what I've spent, you know, 20, 30 years doing is putting together Proof. that that body of evidence, which, of course, in, in an hour here, we don't have time to go through. But but it's there. Yes. It's there for anyone to he see. He one-ups the, the flat earthers to a place where I actually can get on with all this because when we i don't know if you know i think anything. he like three thousand oh three thousand but let me let me just ex, let me just explain where like, i was going quickly flat earth, i'm yeah. flattered i'm up with the i'm up with flattered. the flat earth people he said i'm no. flattered you get it flattered Ooh. um what they what i meant by that was they always used to tell us don't take our word for it do your own research mm-hmm. but they never told people like where to do where the to go, how to do it you it. say Look at what I'm showing you. Like it's right in front of you. Well, so but also, but also, does like, anyone have YouTube? Just go to our channel. We've got like 70 of these top secret guys' testimony up there. I'm gonna check it out. Okay, Seri- it's YouTube.com/slash s disclosure s like Steve disclosure, and it's 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 there. Um, so you know, I mean, we, we put things out as transparently as we can. The only the only things I cannot put out is like if there's a top secret guy like this technology management office, and, and he wants to give me information and details. He's terrified of being identified publicly. I've told him I don't think there's any risk anymore, but I can't force him. So I've met with he and his son, both military. And um, so I respect, and you know, and they will share, because I'm a medical doctor, they trust that I'm not going to tell someone something I shouldn't. Break that HIPAA law. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so you so yeah. so you so you protect your assets. I, I mean, protect, that's why yes. you that's why you get what you I've get. never violate a trust. There you go. Ever. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, man. Let's do let's do audio only. That was a lot. It's it's like this, but it's just audio only instead of the visual. Wow. But uh, okay, technology. That, that was, that was a lot to digest. <laughs> no, seriously. Thank you so much, Doctor Greer. You've thank affected you. me in a very positive way. I got a lot of things to digest and think about. Where can they find you on social media? Do you have any call to actions? Do you want them to go to your website? What we really need, this, you know, like I said, everything we've done has been through donations and just crowdfunding. Uh-uh. So ce5film.com, people can go there and support what we're doing to get this next one done and out. Um, we're, we're, you know, we have three more months before it'll be wrapped up. Right here? Um, yeah. yeah. CE, the number five, film.com, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, Contact, Consciousness, and the Human Food Future. That's it. That's the next one. And um it's it's fun. I think I don't know how much we've raised. About four ninety. Holy shit! Yeah, Ball, yeah. This dude. crowd is out yeah. here. Yeah, let's go. Oh, we're wow. not there yet, or, but let's we need go. to get there. Um, the more that we can have, the more we can also get the word out about it. And one of the things with unacknowledged that's kind of weird is that we only had like eighty thousand dollars for marketing it, but it's been seen by several hundred million people now. A lot of those are on black sites, but even on Netflix, it's, it's, it's millions and millions of people have seen yeah. it. So we're really lucky that because it's really it's by word of mouth mm. because we don't have like we don't have a Hollywood marketing budget where they spend millions of dollars yeah. on stuff like they do. Yeah. Um, so we need help with that. We also I would ask people to um, look at our, our primary site, which is this. And, and there's an app you can get that actually trains you in the remote viewing and consciousness work to form your own contact team and go out and do that. Oh, and it, that it's a- an app that's, you know, it needs to be updated, I'll admit it, but a volunteer put it together. What kind of, everything we have is really amateur Got it. because it's volunteer people and, okay. and I'm an idiot with tech stuff. Got you know, it. That's my, my grandson's awesome. I'm a moron. <laughs> I don't believe that one no. bit. All right, very cool, very cool. He's got jokes. <laughs> hey, check out all the stuff. We're going to do audio only right now on Spotify and iTunes. Thank you for listening to Impulse, the number one podcast in the world. We'll see Woo. you guys. Peace. Here we are. We never talked about what does interplanetary war look like? What does that mean? Oh, shit. Are we getting fried?
Like, are we? Uh-huh. Do we want well, that no, smoke? No. Probably not. No, actually, what would happen? It would all be done under false flag scenarios. Yeah, What's that? What's that? They're all right. Gonna it, they're gonna have like fucking missiles blow up buildings, then they'll just put like a crash alien space. <laughs> and be like, look at the fucking aliens. Yeah, here. yeah. It, it's called stagecraft. Oh, so let me you know, explain how this happens. It's, it's not hard to do. Um, you, if, if the kind of assets that classified projects have where they have man-made UFOs and all this stuff and even creatures that they can make look like an ET, those have been used for decades to stage things like abductions and mutilations. Mm. That's, that's all man-made. It's a CIA program. And we have a man who's an Air Force Office of Special Investigations agent who said point blank that they – have been hoaxing those events. Now, t- let's take that on a much larger scale. It's not just psyop, psychological warfare, but where you actually initiate some kind of physical attack and a, a threat, but it's all our stuff doing it. But they tell people it's the aliens. Do we have that capability? Yes. Now, I'm, uh, 1997, uh, we were doing closed briefings for members of Congress. So before the disclosure project went public, I was hoping the president and members of Congress would deal with this properly. None of them had the courage to do it. So now we're doing it. But in the course of that briefing, there was a man who, was, who came to it who had been on an interagency committee. And he said, look, and this, and this was in 1974 he was on this committee. He says, I've been on this committee. You can hit a button and there would be a sequence of things happen that would look like an alien attack on the planet and it's 100% man-made. It would fool everyone from the president, the National Military Command Center, what? and what have you. And that is fully operational. Has an been for decades. An actual attack or what would look like an attack from a, from an a actual, radar? An and, actual. Both. So bombs? Like all, well, they wouldn't be bombs. They would be electronic lasers. weapon systems. Yeah, yeah, and, la- and, lasers. You know, really advanced Laser beams. So, you know, you have these people who like to stage things. Have you ever heard of the Vietnam War and the Gulf of Tonkin? Yeah, it was all staged. All right, the Bay of Tonkin. Flag, they, 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 yes, that was a false flag. Yeah. We, we staged and exaggerated the attack in the Gulf of Tonkin or Bay of Tonkin, Vietnam, yeah. which caused this public outcry. It stampeded President Johnson into greatly expanding that war, even though the Pentagon Papers that were released said we couldn't win this. But it benefited trillions of dollars in revenue to the military contractors. So... People need to begin to understand how counterintelligence works and how they can hoax things. There are people this saying is, 9-11 is a, was a false flag. I'm not saying it was, but there are people that, that say 9-11 was a false flag to get us into an oil, a war of war for oil. But, you know, this would be the big one. I mean, this would be the one that they would do use to aggregate power around the world. Yep. So the only way we're going to divert off that path is for the people to step up. Because I have put a briefing together for every president since Bill Clinton since 1993, um, including Trump, when he got nominated, a member of his team asked me to put a brief together, and it was get put into Trump's hands, whether or you not... you think he read it? Uh, some, or do you think some, he, tw- he, or do you think he went to the toilet and tweeted about, like, the dolphins or Yeah, yeah well, both. But, you know, <laughs> the, the scary thing is that within 12 hours of me providing that to the, Trump, they put a man that I had briefed, a CIA director, Arne James Woolsey, who then turned on us and betrayed our interests how? as his national security advisor how? within 12 hours. How, how, how did he betray you guys? 
uh, he joined the cabal, let's call it. He joined this secret group and took a big payout and and then denied that the meetings ever took place, denied. So he's actually become someone who's an adversary to what we're doing. But he was put on as, as Trump's national security oh advisor t- within 12 hours of this document being put is in. Is he still him. acting? At who? Uh, is he still acting as acting uh, security advisor for Trump now? No, no. You guys I know, was gonna say you guys nobody, the, nobody's last. They just circle the wagons. Did. Here's the other problem. You know, Truman said it first, and then Clinton repeated it. The White House is the crown jewel of the federal penitentiary system. So, you know, the president's in this bubble and he can't go just anywhere. And the people who they move in to provide information are selected to provide the information that these control freaks want him to hear. This is how Reagan got convinced to do SDI, Star Wars, and put weapons yeah, in space. Yeah. I know a colonel who was on the committee that briefed him said, well, you know, we, we have an alien threat out there and we need these weapons. It's all bullshit. And, and they knew it. This colonel told me we knew this was all nonsense. But it convinced Reagan, Reagan or Reagan to authorize massive billions of dollars in spending out on these projects. Wow. It was a boondoggle. Wow. So that's how the military industrial, you know, complex operates. Uh, and, you know, my uncle was a good guy, worked for Northrop Grumman, and there were a lot of good good men and women in those that system. But but these corrupt influences that are in the unacknowledged special access projects, that's a category unto itself. And and it's it's a serious national security risk. Oh, wow. So I tell people the 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 worst day in the ER where a three year old boy died in my hands. Uh, the very last hour I was in that ER doesn't pale to dealing with this. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it's really. There's so much to dissect here. Yeah, yeah it's, a it's, it's, it's it's a lot, lot. of stuff. It, it's a lot of exciting lot. stuff, but a lot of it's really like, oh God, what have I got myself into? You know? Yeah. Are these the heirs to your throne? These three <laughs> no, strapping young friends men? and yeah. Some good looking, good. good looking. Yeah, you got yeah what's got going on here? Yeah, yeah, Shane, so good Shane, Shane's a GW Division One athlete, baseball nice. pitcher, and <laughs> he's been the director of uh, Unacknowledged, now working on this uh, CE5film.com. Oh, very cool. He's Amazing. a producer on this film. Cool, very uh, cool. You guys great go guy, Philip. You look like you go to the club with these guys after. Yeah, yeah. we're going to. I like going out <laughs> clubbing. You where know? you guys go? Where you guys go? My daughters. I don't know. The wilder, the wilder, the better for me. Google Operation North. I know we know about Northwoods because we talked to Alex Jones quite a bit about it. Wait, what about it? What is Operation uh, Northwoods? Was a proposed no, know, false he, flag he operation it. against the Cuban government Cuban, that originated yep, yep. within the U.S. Department of Defense yep. and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Northwoods. Northwoods. He published these documents and just totally admitted this was a plan. That it was. Yeah, oh, yeah this yeah. is I mean, like there, out there. There are tons it's, of these things. Yeah. And, you know, the, it's interesting, you know, the quote mainstream media, uh, when, when unacknowledged started taking off, when was the last time a documentary had hundreds of millions of viewers and was the number one documentary on Flat, that? On that and and no no media outlet in the world would cover it. Not the CNN, not the New York Times. I am blacklisted. I am the ultimate, forget the show, the blacklist. I am the ultimate blacklist guy. They will not cover this stuff because we're not just saying, oh, there's a UFO out there, an F-16 chased. We're saying... They exist. Here are the technologies. Here's why they're keeping it secret. And this is what you need to do to fix the damn what about, problem. What about like, you know, they don't want they don't want that narrative out there. Say it. Days before we dropped the movie, the 
FBI and CIA published millions of pages of documents on their websites, yep. admitting to the whole fucking thing. Like prior to you, so it was almost like they took the, before. yeah. So it's all out there. I tell people this, nobody ever disclosed Go to their website. I mean, you know, it's like literally millions of pages of stuff was released because they knew we were moving this out and it was going to go viral. So they wanted to appear. Yeah, to, like, to be cooperative. Like, oh, we've never kept anything secret. You know, so so, and by the way, I, it's I like get the Wizard I, of Oz with I, the old man pulling the crap behind the curtain. You that's know? pretty amazing, though, that yeah. you guys have that kind of influence. I mean, I think that oh, yeah. that's a win yeah. in that situation. I, I get the yeah, that's big. I get the desire for credibility from CNN and Fox News, but Spencer brings up this point a lot, which is which is true, which is technically the internet and mm -hmm. platforms like this provide mm -hmm. more viewership than they could ever dream of. 100%. I mean, we got hundreds of thousands and millions and millions and millions of views hey, in perpetuity. Dude, that's why I'm here. Awesome. That's why and I'm we're here. happy that you're here. But, yeah. I, but another thing I was thinking of was like, what about like, uh, what about like vice and stuff like that? Could you work with those guys maybe to sure. help you out? Sure. If they, if, if they had the, the stamina to go yeah. through with this, yeah. here's the problem. I mean, I've worked with, I mean, there's a lot of these media people, they'll start on this path. They get a call and they say, you will not do this story now i'll give you an example there's a, a tv show called 60 minutes on cbs yeah, okay so they're and the guy who was their executive producer then went over to abc and did 2020 and primetime live he was at my farm in virginia i gave him 35 digital hours of top secret testimony and, and hundreds of government documents he said this is the biggest story in the history of the united states i said yeah he says we're going to do a whole series of these he goes back to abc headquarters and there are people who are in the intelligence community on the payroll of the major media who told him you're not going to do this story and you know now when he left my house i said i don't think that they're going to allow you to do this story because it's a major media conglomerate that's you know capital cities blah 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 he says oh yeah i'm you know i'm ira rosen you know i would got an emmy working with you know 60 minutes and now i'm doing this and i said all right two uh, you know a few days later he calls me up he says no nah, dr greer they won't let me do this story I said, Ira, who are they? And he said, Dr. Greer, you know damn good and well who they are. They. I said, yeah, it's an intelligence community yeah. operatives. And I said, all right, fine. Now, that you take that story a hundred times, it's happened over and over again to us. So what, what I find is uh, if, you are, if you go on the media and say, the aliens are here and they're going to eat us for lunch and they're a threat to the national security. They're going to cover that story. Okay, that's what if, I was going to ask okay, you. They will cover that story. If you go out there and say, that's a false flag, here's actually why they're here and here's what we're doing. And the secrecy has to do with a bunch of petro-Nazis that don't want us to have free energy running our cars and houses. Yeah. All right. So, you know. That simple. If you get that through your head, that's really what the litmus test is. How, if you look at this as a situation, like a situation where, um, as a society, Americans and even the world very much wait to do their homework till the day before it's due. Uh, how close are we to the due date for this project? Because mm -hmm. listen, I think, like I said earlier, you can incentivize this. You can get mm -hmm. people to get excited because they got hot alien chicks. You get people to get excited because maybe they have better food on these planets. Whatever your scenario is, how close are we to the due date where we got to turn this paper in, would you say? Doomsday clock me. Well, I would say it's it's probably within a month to 20 years. Now, that's like KT's prison sentence. Yeah. Five to nine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the reason I say that is that, you know, 
time is sort of like a rubber band. You can stretch it or contract it. Yep. It's not fixed. Yep. It's really the event horizon. What kind of change happens today, tomorrow? What effect is this? It's the butterfly, butterfly or the North effect. Pole. Yep. You know? yep. So it's very hard to predict that. Sure. All I'm saying is, you know, it's just like this Asian saying, unless we change directions, we're likely to end up where we're going. Yes. And right now we're headed over, you know, like over Niagara Falls without a barrel mm. uh, as a civilization. Mm. And, you know, the, the, and I, people get very hopeless. I like, go, no, don't be hopeless. All the solutions f- that we need for poverty and pollution and, and climate change are in existence already. That's the good news. The bad news is that the most ruthless, vicious assholes in the world have been keeping it secret. Yeah. And we have to come together as a people. I can't do it by myself. And, and all of us together have to say, you know, we want a different civilization than one that's cannibalizing itself, living stupidly. I think the, uh, yeah. the evidence of what you're saying to me is just so apparent when you look at the budget to end world hunger is 36 billion, I believe, 36 mm-hmm. or 38. Mm-hmm. The U.S. military defense budget in 2019 will be 680 billion dollars. Well, and here's another number. You know, Don, I mean, Rumsfeld, who was a, a George a George W. Bush's yep. Secretary of Defense, the day before 9/11, it's in the unacknowledged movie. Go see it. He says there's 2.3 trillion dollars unaccounted for in the Department of Defense yep. budget with a T, yep. trillion, trillion, not billion. Right. So at, at the Pentagon, no one notices anything until it gets into the trillion dollar 2. range. 2.3 no. trillion. I trillion. remember when that report no. came yeah, out. Donald Trump. Right. But now, I mean, that, that, was, that, was, that, was in, that was in 2001, all right? Now, let's, this is 2019. There's probably a lot right? that's happening. So we're, now we're talking 8 to 20 trillion in black budget funding that – Congress doesn't know where it's gone. No president knows where it's gone. Can you imagine that they literally say that? Like the the pen, like the Pentagon even admits. To no, wait, this, is, like, this is the Secretary no of Defense who was a right wing guy, yeah. and it's not like this was like Abby Hoffman, yes, yes. some hippie, you know, yeah. smoking a joint, going saying this. This is the it Secretary of Defense. <laughs> yeah, this is the Secretary yeah. of Defense at the Pentagon said this. <laughs> like, I'm not sure he knew the tape was. Rolling. Oops, I lost two point yeah. three trillion, like two two and a half apples, gone, gone, yeah. dude. So we think a billion dollars is a lot, or <laughs> Jeff Bezos with Bro, a. 140 billion. Eh, when you know, we, that's when, a rounding error to what they're, you know, like dumping into these black projects we in, that we're paying for, you know. When we invaded Nutty. Afghanistan, <laughs> the first thing that hit Holy the ground shit. after 9-11 was not boots on the ground. Yeah. It was money. Yeah. We dropped, I can't remember if it was three to three or five billion dollars mm-hmm. of American cash right. on pallets from the back mm-hmm. of AC-130s onto true. the ground in what? Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So that when our troops got there, there was money for them to do whatever they had to do with warlords and to mm-hmm. and. So we are literally the amount of money that gets spent that people would never know about is mind blowing. We hear a a, a weirder thing in 1992, the head of army intelligence and some of his minions were at a meeting that I had organized and he offered me $2 billion B billion dollars in 1992 dollars to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I thought, are you kidding? And they were kidding. And I said, no, I'm not for sale. And then he went to my wife, tried to convince her to convince me. And she was like, absolutely, I'll do it. No, I mean, she, just, she, she just thought the guy was really, a, you know, he was flattering. You know, they all know how to say things. I said, no, this guy's trying to silence what we're doing. Couldn't you have taken the two Bs and then, like, still kind of no, they would They would have owned me. I would have been an asset at that point. I, I refuse to be owned. Ooh, you're mad, noble man. I take that two Bs and do whatever. No, the fuck I'm not interested. I want. Yeah. Respect, that's, that's dude. You're, you're, no, I don't, none you're of that interests game, me. Dude. Logan's kind of like that too. He doesn't care much yeah. for money. But two Bs. 
Yeah. I just I mean, remember, what I, I just I mean, remember what my mission two, statement in life is like as important as his. You know what I'm saying? Like if someone was like, yo, I'll pay you $2 billion yeah. right now to never make another video again, I'd be like, great. <laughs> well, that's different. <laughs> yes, that's fine. Is. That I get. No, great. Great. This, no this is selling the future of our, our whole civilization <laughs> down, yeah. down, the, down the sewer. Yeah. You know, I said, no, no, no. We got, but, you know, the, these guys play hardball. First it's a carrot, then it's a stick. You know, they, they try to buy you off and then they'll try to, you know, and, and this Air Force guy that's in unacknowledged, he admitted taking bags of cash, like you were talking yep, about, yep. to national security editors at the major media, ma- mainstream run, media, to, to, yes, yeah. to keep things quiet, to get their cooperation. And this was the guy in charge of UFO matters at Kirkland Air Force Base for almost 10 years as a counterintelligence guy. All right, Richard Doty. And he was uh, Air Force Office of Special Investigations. Look at his testimony. Actually, on iTunes, uh, there's a whole special feature with his entire interview he did with me. That's a mind-blowing stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, but, but this guy is retired, and he's friendly to what we're trying to achieve. And those are the kind of men and women, you know, I'm trying to get to come forward. Very credible people, can prove who they are. It's not just sort of made up. But who who know that we're we're we are you know TikTok we're running out of time to resolve this problem yeah. that should have been resolved in the fifties by the way yeah. you know about the time I was conceived and born yeah. uh, this should have been put to bed so you know you know when I started this project my children were my grandkids' ages so I've seen a whole generation of mm. this mm. Um, and and my sense of it when you ask the question um, my answer really should have been it's when we all come together and make this change. You know, it, that's that's what it is, you know, and don't I tell people, please don't expect the U.S. government or some big corporation to do this. Big changes in society like this never happen from the center of power. It always happens from the periphery, the you know, kind of freaks yeah. like you and me. Yep. I, I mean that in a nice way. Yeah, no, you're, but you're I'm cool also guy. a freak. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, freaky, I love know? it. Yeah. I love that you're a freak. Hey, thank uh, you. By the way, thank you for your work. I think it's, I think yeah. it's very selfless. And I think I think that. Uh, y- you seem to have really a really good grip on what you're doing. And I, I like when I talk to someone who's talking about something that people may find, oh, that's too tinfoil, whatever. Mm-hmm. You've got a really good grip on it, and you've got a lot of proof and a lot of – and you the way you talk is very – You it, know what's it, helped? It's helpful to your cause. Let's you, just put it that You way. know what I think has helped what you're saying and yeah. why you feel that way is because yeah. we've seen the people who don't literally do talk that. out of their ass. Yes. Like with, with the Flat Earthers, yes. we went to their conference and like right. – it's painful. It's it's the exact opposite of what you're doing now, like talking about something crazy, <laughs> and then, but you actually sound like you have stuff to back it up, and you do. And uh, yeah, anyways, thank hey, you, bro. It's a great. It's a great. Uh, here I tell people, look at the far horizon past this chaos we're in now. Imagine a civilization that's got these technologies. Your work week drops about 15 hours a week max instead of 60. Mm. There's no pollution. You don't have freeway congestion because you're also floating above the ground at multiple levels, GPS controlled with mm. anti-grab stuff. Mm. Uh, hunger, poverty, all that, diseases are a thing of the past. And we can begin to then function as something yeah. called a level one civilization. Utopia. No, it's not no. utopia. Well, humans are always going to be, you know, have our issues. You know, I and mean, we all have our issues. I had a friend when I was a medical resident. I had a guy because I, I came from a really bad family, like really bad, like really, really bad. <laughs> and so, you know, he said, you know, and, and I was a medical resident. I was down on myself. And he says, you know, your problem is you think you're a normal person screwing up. 
When in reality, you're a screwed up person doing very well. Oh, I said, yeah, man, you get me. Yeah, that's good. I'm just going to put everything you kind of said into uh, terms that Mike can understand. Mike, you're not, (laughs) you're not going to have to get an Uber for chicks that are over here. Oh, Oh. just teleportation or just just teleport. Yeah. No more Ubers. Does it, you get it now? I mean, I was on board when he talked about how hot some of the aliens could be. I'm on board, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I, oh, yeah. I've been, and I was with him before he even said that. I love this stuff. Hey, man, I think we'd be trading <laughs> up. Rock and roll, boys. Thank right, you. Awesome. Thank you again, Dr. Greer. I appreciate it. Paul Sib, the number one podcast in the world, the greatest five stars, or don't. We're probably going to be fine either way. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>